So I was a little surprised that he picked her. I've been watching her for a long time, and I was a little surprised. She was extraordinarily nasty to uh, Kavanaugh, Jud Judge Kavanaugh then, now Justice Kavanaugh. She was nasty to a level that was just uh, a horrible thing, the way she was, the way she treated now Justice Kavanaugh. And I won't forget that soon. So she did very poorly in the primaries, and now she's chosen. So let's see how long. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. Get this dance. You about to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. Get this dance. You about to Good afternoon. What up, though? Wow. Huh. Cleaning, huh? Yeah. You know, all these <laughs> kids in this house, so. Oh, <laughs> you, and, you and your little tribe over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have quite the tribe over there, my dear. You have quite the tribe. Well, <clears throat> well, <laughs> you know what time it is, right? Uh. <sighs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, might as well get right into it. Episode 48, Y'all Have No Idea Podcast. Big Sky here. And I'm Sean. You know, I'm so glad. I am so glad we did not record earlier. I would have been a very angry (laughs) individual had we recorded before yesterday. Uh... Y'all, y'all know what we're about to talk about. Come on. I mean, come on. There's, there's no elephant in the room here. <sighs> this ticket. The big ticket. And no, we're not talking about Kevin Garnett. Talking about this big ticket. Joe Biden. Kamala Harris. Those are your two for the Democratic Party. You know, it was what? 4.30 yesterday. Just happened to just sit on the couch. Sitting there relaxing, watching some house hunters. Um, I do have aspirations of uh, one day being a real estate agent in real life. So our our house is constantly on HGTV. Um, that's that's our, that's my guilty pleasure for for those who <laughs> want to know or who didn't want to know. Well, whatever, I don't care. But just sitting there, just watching house hunters, you know. 
All of a sudden, my phone buzzes. I'm like, huh, what's this? Because my phone always buzzes. Rather, it's Bleacher Report. Rather, it's People.com, CNN.com. Um, my, my notifications on, on Facebook. Um, whatever it is. My phone is always buzzing. 24-7, 365, whatever. It happens to buzz this time. I'm like, oh, okay, what's this now? Oh, this is this is news. Does that say what mm. I think it says? Ah, oh. oh. I caught it. I caught it. Kamala Harris is y'all new VP candidate for the Democratic Party, along with Joe Biden. Oh boy, it seemed like the internet broke. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm 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 saying that lightly, y'all. I'm saying that lightly. Yeah, it seemed like the internet broke. I follow Joe Biden and Kamala Harris on Twitter. I go check those tweets shortly thereafter our FaceTime yesterday. And what do I see? And this was minutes after he made the announcement, Sean. I think he had 350,000 likes right after he shared that news. I said, oh. That's I mean, hell, it was about time. Yeah, it seemed he like really he really was... took it to the wire. Yeah, he really did. He really did. So let's talk about this whole Kamala Harris thing. We know Kamala Harris will be, if once she actually accepts the nomination, she will be the first black woman to become uh, vice the president. Woman of color. Well, yeah, woman of color to become uh, a, a vice presidential candidate. Um. This is big news in that regard. It's big mm-hmm. news. I have to say, that is very refreshing, especially for those uh, women of color who either have uh, aspirations to get into politics or are already in politics. It just goes to show that it can happen. It can happen. Uh, now, I've seen mixed reviews. About the decision. I have mixed reviews. Oh, I have mixed reviews too. But well, let's see how different our mixed reviews are. Sean, you go first. What did you think about the news? What did you think about the news? Uh, I figured it was between her or what's it, Susan Rice? Susan Rice, yes. I figured it was between those two. I would have preferred Stacey Abrams, but I know everybody's like they need her more in Georgia. Yes. Um. So between the two, between Susan Rice and Kamala, I guess she was the better, more qualified candidate. Mm-hmm. But Kamala is one of those, like the antithesis of all skin folk and Kim folk. Okay. So, like I tweeted, like the black woman in me is like ecstatic, mm-hmm. but the black woman in me is also like, eh. so uh, this is feeling very 2016-ish where I'm like begrudgingly giving my vote because I know that one is better than the other. I mm-hmm. mean, it's kind of like being stuck between the rock and the hard place. So, I mean, I'm not enthused about it and I still think they're going to lose, but I'll take it, I guess. Okay. And we'll get to that. Uh, what does this mean for the future in, in just a little bit? Um. Okay. No, I hate I hated the pick. At first, I hated the pick. I'm I'm not a huge Kamala Harris fan. Mm-hmm. I've made that known. I'm not a fan. 
we know her background. Mm. She was a prosecutor in California. She was a DA and went all the way to attorney general for the state of California. We are all familiar with her arrest records and her <laughs> conviction rate. <laughs> we are all familiar with the fact that she took part in hand in incarcerating a lot of black and brown people out there in the state of California. We're all familiar with that. So I know that once Trump saw this, he was probably seething at the opportunity to bring, probably bring up those statistics and some of the ads that will come to pass. Here's my take on it, though. I hate, yes, I, I didn't like to pick, but I look at all the other candidates that were in the running. Like we mentioned Susan Rice. You mentioned Stacey Abrams. The only, my only issue with Stacey Abrams is I don't think she is, I'm not going to say she's not ready. I mm-hmm. mean, but this is such a huge stage. And I think that locally, the state of California, you, you, I mean the state of California, the state of Georgia, with, with Brian Kemp running the show, you see how horribly ran that state is being ran right now. And, you know, we all seen the video, which we'll, we'll talk about COVID in just a little bit, but we all seen the video of the of the young woman that filmed the, the schools, you know, the school being back in and all of the students that were all just crammed in that hallway. And that that's Georgia. That's Georgia right now. This is the same Brian Kemp that wants to sue Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms because of the things that she has put in place with the, uh, with the city of Atlanta basically doing a mask mandate and he didn't want that. So we see how it's being ran. I think on a local level, I think she's more necessary there. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been great for her to be there, but I think she's needed more in, in, like I said, in a local area. And then you have others that were being considered Elizabeth Warren, you had Amy Klobuchar, which was laughable. Uh, you had Cory Booker, which was also laughable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you had others. Here's a name that I did not float, but if he wasn't such a screw-up, I could have seen him on the ticket, and that was Andrew Gilliam. Oh, he killed that when he got found in I, that hotel room. L- listen here. He is done. He's toast. He just got back on social media like a couple and weeks I ago. And I don't know why. I see him. I'm like, bro. It <laughs> You're like, it's still time. <laughs> right. Like, it's still fresh, my guy. Like, why yes. are you here? <laughs> you know still I mean? too soon. Right. So if he hadn't screwed up, I think he would have been a far more suitable VP than uh, Kamala Harris. Now, <sighs> this ticket. It's a very interesting ticket. While on one hand, I'm like, eh, God, her really? Mm. On one hand, on that hand, so that that's that's my that was my initial hand. Like, okay, whatever. I will say it is certain positives. Mike Pence is going to die. On oh, October he 7th. is not ready. Oh no, <laughs> he is going to die on October seventh. Y'all want to see a dead body? Oh, yeah. wait till that debate. <laughs> They're going to start preparing him right now and he still ain't going to be ready. I'm like, listen, I'm looking at the Republican Party like no one wrote his will yet. Mm-mm. He's going to he's gonna die on that stage or the virtual stage or however they're going to construct this uh, this back and forth, this debate. 
So I will say with the gift of gab, she has it. And Biden, to be quite honest with you, needs someone strong like that. In a perfect world, I would have would have preferred Elizabeth Warren, but even with even the showing that she had in the Democratic debates, even though she showed a side that I've never seen her have, she actually had some spunk to her. Mm-hmm. I still don't think on that big stage she would have lasted against Pence. Now that's the positive I will say about Kamala Harris. And I will say that she's younger, so she'll actually appeal to younger voters. Um, so she does have that going for her. Those two things for sure she has going for her. And she's a woman of color. Now, this is the now which, which leads it to this segue. Now, of course, Twitter couldn't be Twitter without the discrepancy of if she's one if she's one of us or not. I seen online the chit chatter about what well, is she really one of us because we know her father is Jamaican and her mother is Indian. Oh, like is she black? Yeah, that, oh, that's the no. that's the latest chatter. Yes, that is going around. It is the same stench and rhetoric we heard when Barack Obama was running in two thousand and eight. She definitely black as far as race goes. Now, thank you. When we go past that, <laughs> it starts a little a little questionable. Yeah. So I want to pose a question to everyone: What really defines being black of America if she's not black? Because this is the chatter I'm seeing. Because her father was Jamaican. It's some, Ain't that black? That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> is she disqualified because her father was Jamaican? Listen here. Something. Listen here, y'all. When a white supremacist sees someone who is black, guess what they're not doing? They're not trying to take a stab if she's Jamaican, African, or whatever, or what have you. They're not doing ancestry.coms when they see you know, someone like myself or someone like you, Sean, or someone like Kamala Harris, they're not deciphering rather, well, she's from Jamaica, well, she's from Trinidad, or she's from the Virgin. Like, like I'm like, guys, guys, she's black. Knock yeah. it off. <laughs> like, stop doing this. We have to stop. And then, because I, I looked online and I was, I was seeing the chatter and, uh, oh, well, you know, since her father was Jamaican and they start talking about the transatlantic slaves and who was dropped off. Well, I'm like, y'all really making this way more complicated than it needs to be. The woman is black. Okay? Stop it. Stop it. So I saw that chatter. Listen, I want what's best for the country. I'm so sick of Orange Man and his sidekick it's like it's like Rocky and Bullwinkle. I'm so tired of them. We need to be focused on getting these people out of office, which leads me to this next point. Now, you spoke about begrudgingly voting for this ticket. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely throwing it like that Rihanna GIF where she throw whatever that is. Nah. That is going to be me. Yes. Yes. Listen, y'all. We, we, we need this badly. And I know people aren't fans. I'm not a fan either. I am so willing 
to put my feelings aside for the betterment of this country. I started seeing people say, well, I'm not voting. Ugh, not just, I'm, y'all just got to take it too far. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not voting now. They just give me gave me every reason not to vote. First of all, was you even really going to vote in the first place? Probably not. Right. The first of all. Second of all, there's no perfect candidate. No matter who Joe Biden was going to pick, whether it was Stacey Abrams, whether it was Susan Rice, whether it was Cory Booker, as many laughs as that would have got for me, it don't matter who Joe Biden would have picked it would have got dissected anyway because there's no perfect candidate out there, period. And so what, what do you want? Like, I, I need to know, what do people really want? If you would have been, if you would have picked Cory Booker, he wouldn't have been black enough neither. If you would have picked Susan Rice, it would have been, well, who is she? I don't really know who she is. If you would have picked Stacey Abrams, it would have been, okay, but I don't know if she would have been strong enough for the stage. I don't know if she's ready. Da, 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 da. It would have been something, regardless of who Joe Biden would have picked. So I gotta ask people, what do you what do y'all really want? Like what do you to complain? Uh, That's what they want. <laughs> exactly. To complain about something. I need everybody to go out there on November 3rd and vote. Please go vote. I I, I know people don't want to. I see and and for those who don't want to vote or for those who have this thing in the back of their mind that the presidential election is a facade okay I'm going to debunk that myth by what happened in 2016 guys ready for this one guess who had more overall votes Hillary Clinton guess who won the presidential election Donald Trump Grand opening, grand closing. If they really wanted Hillary Clinton in the office, she would have been in the office according to the actual votes. That didn't happen because of the electoral college. That right there, I'd have debunked the myth. Now, yes, is there voter fraud? Yes. Do they do everything in their power to make sure that people don't go out and vote? Yes. We know all of this. But I need y'all to stop with the conspiracy theories. I actually have relatives who actually work for the uh, the voting tally committee uh, locally and um, nationwide, federally. And they, bo- they all tell me there's no way that you could mismanage the votes unless there's voter fraud, which is what Trump has been jumping up and down about for the past three weeks if anybody has been paying any attention, but that's neither here nor there. Just go out and vote. And if you do if you do not vote and you start bitching, complaining, and moaning about, oh, we have Trump in office still, well, you could have voted. Mm-hmm. But you decided to stay home. I don't want to hear from you. I don't. I don't care. Now, the big question is this enough for Joe Biden to win? No. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. No, this this is not this is this this is not going to help him win. This now I will say again, this will help him swing some votes with some younger voters. 
Um, and for black women in particular, um, uh, what was the percentage? I believe it was 93% of black women voted for Hillary Clinton. Uh-huh. Hillary Clinton was white. <laughs> and it was 93%. Okay. If we can at least get that number up to at least maybe 96 or 97, which I think will be up there. You know, black women are always carrying a mantle for everything anyway. I think that that would actually do some good uh, for Biden and for Harris. But do I think it's enough? I don't. Because now you have to um, you have to take into consideration all the other aspects of voting. Uh, the Latinos, uh, the, the LBGTQ uh, community. I know I skipped a couple letters, but I apologize in advance. Um, so you have to take all these things into consideration when it comes to the voting. And is it going to be enough? So that's what Biden and Kamala Harris has to really work on. Are they going to have enough firepower to swing all of those votes? It's so much at stake. And I just hope that Biden and Kamala gets it right. Because let's be honest, for the past month, this has been the campaign from hell for Joe Biden. Because the stuff that His he has team said, needs to be fired. Because they are not keeping an eye on him and like stopping him from saying stuff he ain't got no business saying. Agreed. Agreed. I don't know what they doing. Yeah. And I believe uh, Simone Harris, who was uh, the campaign manager for Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders, kind of alluded to that fact that just Biden, the whole campaign just looks bad. Yeah, it really does. I hope that with her by his side that she really holds him accountable for some of the stuff that he's been saying as of late. Um, and I think he, I think she will actually, but man, he needs to get a grip and he needs to get a grip fast because as much as I hate seeing those Trump ads and is egregious and as ill-informed as these Trump ads are, I gotta say, they kind of getting them on these ads. So Biden needs to fight back. I mean, listen, Trump's not a wholesome individual by any stretch of the imagination. I need Joe Biden to be just as dirty or even yeah. dirtier in these campaign ads than Trump has been. That's all. That's what that's what Biden needs. He don't need to be peaceful. Yes, we know the nation is at, is in disarray with all of the racial tension and all of the stuff that's been going on, but. Biden needs to be... Scr- I, I mean, I'm talking about Mike Tyson and 86 fighting. I don't be trying to be cute. I don't need no cute fighting. I need you to go... I mean, this is this is, this is is probably the most important election we've had, maybe ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you sitting here dog paddling. Homie, I need you to swing. <laughs> I need you to swing hard, so... I mean, there you have it. Anything else you wanted to add with this news <laughs> no i'm just trying to prepare myself for the disappointment like and i what's crazy is i know like i keep saying he's gonna lose and i know that that is true but i know that once it happens i'm still gonna be like what the fuck right right, be, <laughs> but... right because yeah, yeah because you're literally trying to figure out he actually got here again yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, but again, I'm hey, listen. I'm preparing myself. I, I already, I already, I'm not gonna be as earth shattered and heartbroken and oh my god, really, as I was in 2016. Like, 
I was totally blindsided in 2016, even though I, I honestly I should have saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know you're not a Bernie fan, but when I seen what they did with Bernie, I said, "Oh hell, we we we're doomed." It's just the way that they, just the way that Hillary was just, ugh, oh, oh god. Anyway, <laughs> who the, and who the hell was her running mate? What was it, Tim Kaine? Yeah, really? I still am confused at what the hell she was thinking. I'm like, like Tim, we Tim all Kaine? Like, I'm like, that's your running mate. All these people, man. All these people. That's your that's your solution. Mm. Like okay, all right, well whatever, whatever. But all right, so that's that's our Kamala Harris. Now let's talk about why. I, I, I yeah, I wanted, to, <laughs> I, I wanted, I wanted to, I couldn't wait to talk about this. So, Cardi B, Megan Stallion. Uh, how long has it been? About a week, week and a half now. About a week. They debuted the video on it was YouTube Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. Friday. Yep, Friday at midnight. Yep, Friday at midnight. Um, they they uh, Cardi B debuted her new single WAP. <laughs> and niggas have lost their mind. Oh my god! What does WAP stand for? I don't think we can say on this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, so for the, for those who want to know what it stands for, just use your Google. All right, so the video premiered, and it was I, it was a, it was a video. Uh, <laughs> it was de- it was divisive in so many different ways. Um, it you know stylistically, I thought it was great. The video uh, was amazing, minus yeah. that culture vulture. Yeah, yeah, I, I was gonna get to that. I was gonna get to that. They had some they had some appearances. Uh, a mulatto who who has a who has a popular song out right now with with, with Shorty and Trina, I believe. I can't remember. I think it's uh, "Be from the South" or something like that. So she got that record. It was a couple other people in the video, and then there was that person, that person that has something. I still uh, under the impression that that person knew exactly what happened with that Tory Megan thing, but I'm not gonna speak on that. She was in the video, even even though they was trying to get her removed from the video. Oh, I signed the petition. I was gonna say I certain somebody <laughs> signed the petition, being petty. Hey. Jesus, but whatever. It's so my part, <clears throat> right? So again, very controversial video to say the least. Me personally, I didn't have a problem with it. I know it's two versions of it. The 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 version that we seen, and I guess there's um. There's an unedited version that's floating around. I believe I don't care to watch. I can watch. It's an unedited version of the video or the song. Both, both. Oh, okay. Yeah, both. (laughs) Listen, I watched it once. I'm not watching it ever again. I don't need to. Okay. Now, the divisiveness. The divisiveness came in after the record was released and oh so many people had opinions you've had politicians talking about it it sets women back a hundred years you've had your your hotep niggas out here crying wolf about how vulgar the video is and how i don't want my daughters watching this um you, you care to you care to share your sentiments about this entire experience? Niggas disgust me is my sentiments. 
because they will rap about whatever they want. Bottom line is this is about women who are taking control of their sexuality, saying what they want and how they feel, and niggas can't handle it because we always need to be policed. Mm. Agreed. So how long how long have you been listening to rap? I don't know. Since I was about ten at least. Okay. The first rap tape I ever bought was Biggie's Ready to Die. That's a '94. The first CD I ever bought that was rap related was Pac's uh, Machiavelli to Dawn. Okay. The first single I think I ever bought. Do you remember when? Do you remember when they used to have singles and B sides? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first the first single I ever bought was Elevators by Outkast, which by the way is a top 10 rap song of mine. I will play that to this day and just smile from ear. I freaking love that record. But anyway, the first ever tape I ever bought was Michael Jackson Dangerous, but that's that's just a little sidebar that I want to add. So, needless to say, I've been listening to rap for a very very Long time. I think the first song I ever memorized was uh, was Will Smith and and, and um well DJ Jazz Jeff and the Fresh Prince's "Summertime." I think that was the first rap song I memorized. The second one I believe was Brenda's "Got a Baby" by Tupac. So again, I've been listening to rap for a very long time. Okay, I have lived through Snoop's Doggy Style. I have lived through Two Live Crew. Yeah. I have lived through... By the way, speaking of two live crew, you want to know why y'all have those parental advisory stickers mm-hmm. on albums and CDs? And even when you go to download music, those like little explicit little icons next to the song that you download on your iTunes, you can thank two live crew for that if you guys want to do a little research from back in the day. Not even NWA was responsible for that, but two live crew was. If you don't know who Two Live Crew is, I mean, hey, again, do your Googles, okay? <laughs> Which I'll, I'll get to the, those gentlemen in a little bit. So we have lived through all of these different eras of rap, the vulgarity, the, the, <laughs> the misogynistic raps, all through these years. I mean, Sean, it is, do you know, I know the entirety to Slobber My Knob. I know the entirety of that record. Shame on me, but I had the album. <laughs> okay? We have lived through all of that. We get all the way to 2020, and Cardi and Megan's joint is a problem. You niggas are trash. Yes, basically. <laughs> bottom line. How many songs through our rap history have we heard that so we just talked about Ain't No Fun on the last podcast, did we Yeah, not? I was just about to say that. Do I even need to go to Genius.com and read y'all some of the lyrics that Snoop wrapped up that record? No. Well, how about the other one? How about bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks? Do I even need to go there? Do I need to go to Uchi Wally? Hell, do I even need to go to Doing It by LL Cool J? Do I need to go to Pop uh, uh, That Pussy by Two Live Crew? I mean, hello, do I need to keep going? Huh? Mm-hmm. J- uh, uh, I mean, my God. Uh, how about how about Tongue Ring by 3-6 Mafia? How about Slob of My Knob by 3-6 Mafia? Hell, it's records that came out this year <laughs> that we're talking about 
what they would want to, you know, what they want to do to certain way. I mean, isn't that the entire history of R&B music? Listen, the, aud- the audacity of niggas at this point is <laughs> just un- appalling. The a minute, get it, go. And then, did anybody even listen to the lyrics? They're basically celebrating the fact that they got wet with. I'm sorry. That's a problem? <laughs> I'm a guy? Nah. I didn't know that was an issue. That's an issue? Really? I, I think I thought guys would be more celebratory of that fact. No, because we have to be policed. And about this policing. You know, when J. Cole made Snow on the Bluff, it was more outrage for J. Cole than it is for this. I hear not one single male rapper come to Cardi and Megan's defense. Listen, you got CeeLo's rapist ass. Oh, my God. Talk about it. Throwing in his two cents. Sir, you was quoted as saying, like, it's not rape if she's not conscious or she can't remember. Like, what in the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. you want to talk about women talking about having consensual sex? And you out here raping people? Yeah. Let's talk about CeeLo Green. Nerve. (laughs) The unmitigated gall of CeeLo Green, who, by the way, has two records with probably the architect of over-sexuality in hip-hop, Lil' Kim. Sir, you have two records with Lil' Kim. You want to keep this going, CeeLo, or do you want to just dig yourself a further hole? Fam. Anyway. Yeah, I saw that, and I just was like, this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all I can, that's all I can say about CeeLo. Literally. Like, like, dog, you hung around in the Dungeon family, and Future, by the way, who was founded by the Dungeon family, is one of your founding dun- Dungeon family members. Do we even need to go into Mr. Percocet? Do I even need to talk about Future? Huh? Sean, I know you're not a Rick Ross fan, right? Rick Ross, remember when Rick Ross got in trouble for his lyrics on that? You, uh, oh, you know, uh, remix? yeah, putting the Molly in her drink and she didn't even know it. Yeah, took her home yeah. and enjoyed that. Remember that? Yeah. Huh? How many Lil Wayne lyrics has he talked about beating the pussy up? Huh? How many Lil Wayne lyrics have we heard? I'm just saying, if y'all really go, I mean, if y'all really want to be technical, this, this, this is call it what it is. Y'all are pressed that it is two women of color, Cardi being, you know, Latina and Megan being a black woman. Y'all are so pressed about black women being what you want them to be. Because that's what it's boil- that's what it boils down to. This this expectation for black and it, and then sometimes it'd be our own people too. And that's 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 another thing that I wanted to say about the Kamala Harris thing that we have this expectation of black people to always be dainty and wholesome and uh, Mm -hmm. mistake-free all the time. This is light work. 1991, Arcanelli, rapper Arcanelli out of Queens had a song called Put It In Your Mouth. I I mean, my God, have we not seen lyrics throughout hip-hop? I hate to give y'all fools a hip-hop history lesson, but it's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Y'all want women to be policed and suppressed, 
to make them fit whatever narrative you want them to fit for your own imagination. But yep. you will gladly go to a strip club and throw all of your life savings away because mama got a fat ass. How many OnlyFans pages have some of you niggas been to today? Huh? Huh? It has I to mean, be on their own accord. <clears throat> we aren't allowed to own our sexuality. And and on the subject, because I've seen this little video on Twitter floating around with the black father talking about he doesn't want his daughters being exposed. You know how many things I don't want my kids being exposed to? <laughs> I don't want my I don't want my kids being exposed to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Male or female. Okay. So picking, nitpicking Cardi and Megan for whatever you want to, to fit is so unbelievably misogynistic. I don't even, I, I hate it. I, I hate it here, man. I really do, man. I hate it here. I hate the hypocrisy. Like, it's just like, knock it off, man. And because I seen the video, he would say, I, I just want this example for my daughters. Okay, then make her watch some WNBA or something. <laughs> if you don't want your daughter exposed to whatever you don't want them exposed to, then, okay, do your part. But don't complain. Are we really looking for Cardi and Megan to be everybody's role model? No. But I'm also not looking for other people to be role models neither. You have to pick and choose who you want your children to look up to. It's a whole lot of scandalous people that are not doing uh, music videos. Just saying. I mean, look at our president in chief. Oh, y'all's president in chief, not mine, rather. I say, I don't know that nigga. uh, That's what I'm saying. So it's like, what do you want? What do you want? Let these women rock. I've been tweeting that all week. Let the women rock, man. Let them rock. Let them do their thing. They have, they have all the, um, they are all the space in the world to rock. And I don't think they should be ridiculed for something as light work as why. Because it's light work. I mean, if you know every, if you really look up the lyrics of Slob of My Night, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, all right. Let's have some fun. I know this is not going to be fun, but this is going to be an education of we told you so. (sighs) Herman Cain. (laughs) (laughs) You was not supposed to do that, son. Why? You was not supposed to do that. (laughs) I do not have Sympathy for stupidity. <laughs> now you got me laughing. I'm not supposed to be doing this, okay? It's funny. <laughs> and then you know that nigga, what's his name? Uh, Terrence K. Williams. Uh, uh, no, I, I didn't oh, see it. Oh my God, I laughed so hard. He was off. This Herman Cain was a good man. And I don't appreciate how everybody's trying to throw his death in my face. Like, my nigga, what you thought we was going to do? Uh-huh. Like you lucky you ain't dead, cause we be laughing at your stupid ass too. <laughs> now you now you don't want us to talk about it. You don't want to talk about how you was cooning for Trump next to Hurricane and his stupid ass and went and caught the COVID and then woke up dead. And we supposed to feel sorry to about the left. They're such terrible people. They're making fun. You fucking right. Because this nigga got his black ass on his Twitter, whether it was him or his people, and was telling people how we try to politicize it and it's not really real and da 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 da. Okay, well, how real is it now? Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Okay. 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 Um, let's do this. <laughs> Herman Cain, a one-time Republican presidential candidate and former CEO, and I'm reading this from CNN Politics, and former CEO of Godfather's Pizza died from coronavirus according to an obituary sent from his verified Twitter account and Newsmax where he was launching a television show. Kane, 74, was hospitalized earlier last month, and his Twitter account said this week he was being treated with oxygen in his lungs. It is unknown where Kane contracted the virus. Oh, I can tell yeah, you. Okay. It ain't oh, unknown. Okay. We know exactly where he got it. In exactly. Thank you. <clears throat> Look, man. Again, this is an educational moment. If we, If they are telling you to stay at home... <sighs> Especially if you have conditions yeah. that are warrant you to death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why on earth mm-hmm. would you go to an event with a whole bunch of people and not wear masks? And not wear masks. And then have the unmitigated God to be braggadocious about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there dancing in the stands, yep. making videos in the stands. It is almost like you are in you invited yourself to death. Yeah, you was playing with the COVID. You playing with it. And they said, oh, for real? Okay. COVID treated you like Suge Knight on that stage at the 1995 Source Awards. Coronavirus said, if you want to come here, if you want to die, if you want to come to the other side, come over to coronavirus. Why do these people constantly think that this thing is not real? Why? <laughs> Why do they think that this is not a possibility? You done died for Donald Trump. Seriously. You don't even care. <laughs> you literally gave your life for this man who would not spit on you if you were on fire. And you think, I'm supposed to be. Where is that, that old lady? Remember when that uh, black woman stole that old lady purse and that reporter was... um interviewing her she was like you think i'm a f- you want me to feel sorry for the bitch because i don't that's oh me yeah right now. i do not i think it is hilarious that's what the fuck he get i don't feel <laughs> bad not, not, not one little itty bitty bit i don't feel bad at all and i don't wish death on nobody not even yep. donald trump but right. I do not feel bad for Herman Cain. Not one bit. He got what the fuck he deserved. That's what he get. Your bad. You know we we are we are on the low low uh, low totem pole for sponsorships. <laughs> By the way, if y'all ever want to uh, sponsor the Y'all Have No Idea podcast, please contact me and Sean at your earliest convenience. Um, <laughs> I am with you. I don't feel sorry for him. I don't. You I don't can't. Feel, I don't feel sorry for blatant stupidity. I don't. No. I, I don't. I don't. Even me, being Mr. Benefit of the Doubt, I will admit, I don't feel sorry for him McCain. I don't feel sorry for anybody that puts themselves in a position. Especially playing with death. You right. asked for it. Right. Like, dog, at one point in your life, you had stage four colon cancer. <sighs> You had a pre-existing condition, which they told you if you if anybody has a pre-existing condition, 
It is best to stay away from people. That's why I'm always in the house. I don't go <laughs> like, nowhere. Right. Like, it It makes no sense whatsoever. And all these people, I see all the politicians. I see Angela Stanton rise with her own garbage self getting on. Did you, did you see what this heifer tweeted? Oh, I, I wish I would have said. I think I, I think I retweeted it. And I said, this got to be the worst tweet I've ever seen outside of the stuff Trump was tweeting. But ver- this is what she said. I- I'm not going to quote, you know, verbatim what she said. But basically, she was alluded to the fact that it was the Democrats' fault why he passed away. And oh, oh okay. we're 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 got we have to go to war. And Harmon Cain was a good man, fam. No one never said that Herman Cain wasn't a good man. But he was very stupid for what he, he was did. a damn idiot. I'll say that. I mean, seriously. And, and, and furthermore, what are we going to war against? Y'all should be trying to go to war against getting coronavirus out of here. But no, no because it's not real. Yeah. Or, 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 or it's taking your freedom away. Because you know the main reason why everybody doesn't want to wear masks is they want to feel free and liberated. You think coronavirus really care if you want to be free and liberated? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's going to liberate you all right. I know Herman real liberated right now. He free as a bird. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, it is what it is. I don't feel sorry. I'm not going to sit here and throw a pity party for somebody that literally put themselves in harm's way and then bragged about it. Yeah. Tweeted about how, oh, it's not. I I need all of y'all people to come, like, what's your name? Come to the front of the congregation. I need to see y'all. He should have gave Herman's dead ass donkey of the day. That was should have. I'm I'm shocked he didn't, but you know Charlemagne got that show coming up at Comedy Central, and he's treading real lightly nowadays. I mean, his wow. donkey of the days are getting more light work and light work as the days progress. But I mean, that's another conversation for another day. So that's that's y'all Herman Cain news again. I don't feel sorry for him. No, I, I can't. I can't repeat that enough. <laughs> I cannot repeat that enough. So then, so there's that. Okay. Other interesting news. I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure you've seen this because this floated around. Jaguar Wright. Now, y'all may not be familiar with this name. I'm very familiar because I'm such a music nerd. Jaguar Wright, neo-soul singer uh, from Philly, who used to actually run with the Roots back in the day, right? Uh, she actually has been credited for being the main vocalist on Jay-Z's song, Cry. And y'all actually may remember her from Jay-Z's Unplugged, where she performed with Jay-Z and the Roots. And she's actually a phenomenal neo-soul singer. If y'all haven't heard some of her music from back in the day, I suggest you do so. She's actually very, very talented and always has been. Well, it's been about a week and a half, maybe almost two weeks now, to the passing of Malik B, who was one of the founders of the Roots. And she got on her IG because it's funny. I just maybe about two and a half weeks ago before this news came out, I was just asking like people in my music group, dang, where the hell has Jaguar Wright been? Because, you know, again, I'm a music nerd. So I, I, you know, I think about all kinds of singers, rappers, whoever, all the time that I haven't heard from in quite some time. And her name just popped up because one day uh, on my YouTube page, uh, I, I listened to a lot of music, and the roots actually was on my uh, was on my feed, and the song "What You Want" uh, had had popped up on on my on my on my timepiece, and I'm like, huh? 
never heard this song in a long time. So I clicked on it, and Jaguar Wright was the male, uh, was the female vocalist on that record. So I literally was just asking about her, ironically. Last week she got on her IG, and boy, oh boy, <laughs> did oh, she Lord, get on she her? I'm stupid. Ooh, boy, did she get on her IG now? Talib Kweli, we didn't speak on this, but but Talib Kweli <laughs> disappeared from Twitter. Twitter now. Oh yeah, now he is. Funny thing is, me and Talib Kweli followed each other on Twitter, and I used to actually talk with him uh, quite a bit. Uh, I we we DM'd each other a lot on music stuff, and I you know I, I was a fan of him. What well, the keyword was, and you know I will always ask him about him and and most Dev bringing back Black Star because I was a big Black Star fan. I still have that Black Star album. The only album that they had. And so Talib Kweli had <laughs> quite the month last month with getting into it with this uh with this uh with this woman on this black woman on Twitter, where I guess she had named it was somebody it was a colorist comment and his name came up. I guess it was talking about like rappers' wives who I, I guess are are light something with light skin or something. And his name and his name was mentioned. And boy Talib Kweli did not take that lion down. In fact, he spent weeks. Man, literally. <laughs> he spent weeks getting at this woman and he would not back down. It was like, dude, let it go. It really wasn't that deep. Say your piece and get out of there. But no, he just wanted to keep talking about it and it just ended well to the point he just, I think he just released the album. I don't know if it was through Patreon or not. I can't remember. Okay, back again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like I was saying, as I was saying. So, uh, again, again, Tyler Kweli had quite the interesting month last month. And now, like I said, he's on he's on Patreon or wherever he's at now. So, for the Soul Quadrants, that consisting of Common and Talib and The Roots and Erica Badu and Jill Scott and some others, boy, Jaguar Wright, let the, she let the choppers fly. Boy, did she let the choppers fly. Now, she went on her IG and she began to talk about some things, mainly rapper Common. And this... Oh, this is who this is. This was a doozy. I said, oh my goodness. Jaguar Wright said some things. And I said, this is not good at all. As a matter of fact, are you ready to hear this, Sean? Yeah. Let's take a listen. Got me Next thing I know, we go to bed. He like, oh, come on, Jack. No, 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 I'm tired, nigga. I was on the stage all night. I want to lay down. I'm going to lay down in the bed. I lay down with my clothes on. You know what I mean? I'm a rape survivor. I know how to um I know how to buy myself a little time. You know what I mean? Just in case a nigga try to get out of hand, you gotta pull my pants down. By the time you get my pants down, I promise you I'm booking off in your jaw. That's how I grew up. Mm, that's how I grew up. The next thing uh, I wake up this morning, uh I feel something poking in my face and shit, right? And it's just poking in my face. Poking in my face. What the fuck? And I'm like. I open my mouth, this nigga trying to stick his dick in my mouth while I'm asleep. Lonnie fucking Lynch, Rashid, Common, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. That's why I stopped fucking with him. Because nigga, if you're going to try to stick your dick in my mouth while I'm asleep, 
There ain't nothing you won't do. I don't even know why you're running around here, parading around here with all these public relation relationships that don't never seem to last. When the last time he actually, he actually had a real bitch? You was with Serena, that didn't work out. You was with whoever and whoever. You you always got, you know, whoever's hot dating you, but you, that, the shit don't last long. He ain't been right since fucking Lauren Hill left him anyway. Mm. He dated Lauren Hill? Yeah, he did. Way back in the day. I mean, I know he dated Erica Badu, but I didn't know he dated Lauren Hill. Way back in the day. I can't remember what album it was. I believe it might have been his third LP, but he actually had a single with Lauren Hill way back in the day. Way back in the day. <laughs> like 1997, I want to say. Because I remember recording that video. And it was one of his lead singles on that album. Let me see if I can find it. Because, oh, it was on the album one day. It'll all make sense. I'm such a, again, I'm such a rap nerd. So, yeah. Um, Let me see if I can find the song. No, that's the song with Sante Savage. Uh, Yeah, Retrospect for Life. That was the record. And yes, and Lauren Hill was on that record. And because I remember it, I'm like, dang, I remember that song a long time ago. Now, this was prior to, to, to Lauren Hill getting with uh, Ronan Marley, and she was also in the news this week for all reasons that wasn't all that great, according to Lauren Hill's daughter. But that's another conversation for another day. Y'all heard it. Sean, you heard it. That's what came out. I said, oh, no. (laughs) Now, I don't like using the word problematic. I'm not really a fan of that term. But if I have to use it in this instance, Common has been one of the few non-problematic rappers throughout rap history. Yeah. And... He's been doing pretty well for himself. I mean, he's a very good rapper. I know that I always argue about Common and how good he actually is as a rapper. I always go to bat for Common because I think he's grossly underrated. He's a he's an accomplished actor. I mean, he's been in what Just Right and he was um in American Gangster. He's been in John with the John Wick 2, which I thought was fantastic. I love his role in John Wick. But anyway, so he's been very accomplished for himself and he just released a book and he dropped the album last year. And I mean, he again, very accomplished artist, but man, oh man. And she just didn't let the clip, she didn't let the clips fly just against Common either. She let the clips fly against Erica Badu. She let the clips fly against uh, Jill Scott. Lord, what did Jilly from Philly got to do with this? Okay, so the story goes, so Jaguar Wright and, and Jill Scott kind of came up around the same time. If you, okay. rec- if you recall, you remember, you, you, we all know the song You Got Me with Erica Badu. Now, if you remember on the verses, about, but I knew this anyway, I've I been knew this, that Jill Scott originally was on that record. But Erica Badu ended up replacing Jill Scott. But Jill Scott still wrote wrote the verse. Remember, because if you remember them going back and forth on their verses, Erica Badu alluded to the fact that 
that was the first record that she didn't write, and it just so happened to be Jill Scott's first record that she actually wrote. Now you and know so, I didn't watch that verses. You know what? You get <laughs> But anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway. So that they actually talked about that. So of course, Jaguar Wright and Jill Scott came up around the same time, and and you know the Roots really did everything they could to really put Jill out there. But meanwhile, Jaguar Wright was kind of put in the back burner um, while Jill was on the come up. And you know anybody that knows me knows how much I love Jill Scott. You know Jill Scott. I mean, she's still one of my favorite singers. Period. I love Jill. So I mean, you can't really throw too much shade at Jill without me catching it and not receiving it well. But um, she, yeah, so she threw some shade at, at her. Uh, she threw shade at Erica Badu because it's a song on Mama's Gun that Jaguar Ray said was directed towards her. I said, huh. Okay. A little interesting. So you know me. I went and dug a little deep. Mm-hmm. Into what that record actually was. And I said, uh, that's the song that she was coming at Jaguar right on? Song called Booty. Track seven on Mama's Gun. Of course, we know that Mama's Gun is Erica Badu's second album. If you listen to the record, it's some shots that may be thrown toward Jaguar Wright's way. Now, at that time, Jaguar, uh, Jaguar Wright, uh, Erica Badu and Common was dating around that time. I said, huh. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And then when it came to the roots, because she was really disheartened about, I guess Malik B and the roots wasn't treated very well. She started letting the choppers fly against the roots. I'm not going to play this next part, but I just kind of want to talk about why she threw the shots at the roots. She alluded to the fact that it was around that time that she was around the roots that R. Kelly was coming around. And R. Kelly will have under... Yeah, we all know he's a rapist. (laughs) And he used to have underage girls around some of the Roots members. And some of the Roots members would tell Jaguar Wright, because Jaguar Wright, of course, she seen it, it didn't sit well with her. She was like... I guess she was told, hey, that's none of your business. And she, in her rant against the Roots, basically was apologetic and said she felt like she had a hand in what happened to some of these girls who were with and around R. Kelly at that time. It was a lot to take in with Samuel Jaguar's Wright's comments. And ironically, the same day that Jaguar Wright let those choppers fly against Common, it was released that same day that Tiffany Haddish and Common are dating conveniently around that same time I said oh goodness I always when that came out I was like that's such an odd pairing like Tiffany Haddish yeah yeah so I guess she had a she was on Steve O's podcast again that's odd in itself but I guess she confirmed that they were dating on his podcast and then Common had an interview that same day or the day after basically saying that they were dating. I said, you know, that's rather convenient that y'all release all of this information around the same time that Jaguar Wright let these clips fly. Yeah. 
<clears throat> Sean, I don't know what to think about this. I don't. I don't know what to say. I mean, you heard the audio. What do you think about this whole ordeal? I mean, it's you know I'm believing coincidences. So this, the timing is very suspicious. Yeah, I'm a big common fan. I, I, I want to stay a common fan. <laughs> I really do. But that clip kind of made it hard. That clip kind of made it hard. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> this is not common. It ain't looking too good for you. Yeah, so now it has been very quiet ever since that news did come out about that. It has been relatively quiet. Now, I don't know if, because I know, I don't know if the, 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 the IG was deleted from Jaguar right or not. But I I don't know if Common's PR team has came out and tried to kind of let this go away. <laughs> I feel like Common should say something. I felt like she said it says he should have said something immediately, but he didn't. Um, and yeah, that happened. That was a thing, and I was like, oh, this is this is not a good thing. <laughs> this is no. not a good thing. Not a good thing. But what is a good thing is Netflix. Shout out to Netflix. For bringing back some UPN classics, I I I gotta I gotta give it up for 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 Netflix on that one. They brought back some some classics and they started uh, with Moesha, which oh, has so, turned out to be quite the problematic show. As I oh, watch it, oh, it's like boy. cringy. Like oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we all watched Moesha. Not you know what I mean. Come on, come on now. First of all, she was trash as a friend. And this I don't know why friend. I didn't notice it before. I was like, oh no, I would have never. Like, we, we, we wouldn't have been friends. <laughs> yeah, she was a whore. She's a horrible And friend. she was a brat. And when she gave up that Saturn, like, that still don't sit right with my spirit. You had a whole brand new Saturn <sighs> and you turned it down and ended up driving that bucket. I still remember that episode and thinking in the back of my head, really? I would have gladly drove that what? Saturn. I would have drove that Saturn. It had a sunroof. Yeah. Yeah. All that. All that. No doubt. No doubt. But, yeah, I see Moesha trending. And I said, why is Moesha trending? Now, I knew Brandy had put the album out. You know, she dropped the album. Uh, which I haven't had the chance to listen to yet. Have you? Have you heard the album mm. yet? Sean, Sean, huh. Sean, huh. what, 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 Sean? Brandy ain't released a good complete album since like Never Say Never. No full, no aphrodisiac was really good. It had songs. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, we not gonna get on this podcast and lie. No, no, I, I like aphrodisiac. I it do. had songs. <laughs> don't do Brandy like that, man. Come Brandy on, Brandy. Don't do us like that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. She needs to have like, she needs to call Rodney Jerkins or somebody. She needs somebody in her corner that like really cares about her because. Mm. Okay, so needless to say, the album was meh at best. Yeah, because I heard the song "Baby Mama" with Chance. Oh Rapper, my and god, I was, she's too old like, no, for that. No, ma'am, 
you're going into R. Kelly number one territory. <laughs> I still, I still remember when that song came out. I'm like, this is trash, man. What are you doing? Like, yeah. So, okay, all right. I'm gonna still take a listen. I'm still okay. gonna take a listen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That okay. So yeah, I did see her trend. I said, why the hell is Moesha trending? Come to find out, you know, shot the strong black lead on at strong black lead on Twitter for informing us that. The UPN shows are going to Netflix. Moesha was the first one. I have not watched a single episode yet. I plan on it. <laughs> it's it, it's uh, <laughs> quite the show looking back at it from though, all those years ago. You have uh, The Game that is going to be coming on August 15th. I'm That's so the one mad I about on. that. I'm so mad. I thought it was going to have all the... I own seasons one through three on dvd so i was hoping it was gonna have the bt seasons oh i want to see those i haven't seen those since you know watching it live when it aired on tv like i don't need to see season one through three i've watched them enough wait a minute they're not putting the bts um no it's just one two and three no, see, I didn't know that. Yes, I'm upset about oh. that. I wanted them all. Oh, man, because seasons four through six were great. Yeah, too. that's what oh, I want. Man. And you know what I was hoping? Because I know we were both fans of the show. I was hoping to do like a retro, like, like breakdown of the episodes. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. I didn't know that. I really did not know that. Okay, all right, well, whatever. I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to watch seasons one through three. Um, September 1st, Sister Sister will go on there. I'm excited about that. Yeah, Sister Sister. This is the one I'm excited about. And I know y'all probably going to be like, Scott, you really watched that show? Yes, I did. Girlfriends goes on September oh, 11th. I'm super excited for that. Yes, sir. I am a fan of Girlfriends. It's a good, really, really good show. I am not a fan of the Parkers. But it, that goes on October first. I, I never really felt the Parkers like that. Mm-mm. And uh, half a half goes on October fifteenth, and then finished off by one on one. That goes on the same time. Now I will say this: it's funny because I think Ray J was on almost all of these shows except Girlfriends. <laughs> At one point, <laughs> and when he get on them, it's like the end of the show. Yep, exactly. Which that that was my biggest gripe with Moesha. When they, when Brandy became executive producer, and when they, you know, conjured up that bum story, that line, was so like you spent this whole time making this man seem like a good, caring father and a good husband, and then y'all make him trash. Yeah, trash. Because that's garbage. what they did. Exactly, trash, garbage. Not happy. But I am excited for all of the black shows that are coming to Netflix. I'm waiting for them to put New York Undercover on Netflix. They slacking. I, I think I think it might be on Hulu, though, but I got to check. But I'm waiting for them to put that. Why the hell is Living Single not on any streaming services? I thought it's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? I believe it's on Hulu. I'm going to have to go look for it. I could have sworn I watched it on Hulu. I'm going to have to go check it out then. I, I, I like I like Living Single. So Living, Living Single was Michelle. So. But no, I'm, I mean, I'm glad to see some of these shows coming back. I mean, time in the 90s was great for um, all of those black uh, uh, lead shows. Um, I, I just enjoyed a lot of them. So, good job by Netflix for getting them on there. 
Uh, did you uh, did you watch all the Umbrella Academy? Because I sure did. <laughs> no, I didn't finish it. Okay, yeah, we we finished it. We finished every single episode. I'm not gonna say a word. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say nothing. Oh Lord. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Just not gonna say anything. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Did have you watched uh Black is King? Because I have not. Yes. What did you think about it? Because I heard nothing but excellent things about it. Uh cinematography, excellent. Okay. Songs, excellent. Okay. It was a little weird for me. It's a little weird. I, I kind of I got that from some people. I got that kinda, from some people. Kind of confusing and hard to um, hard to follow. Okay. But overall, I give it a eighty-five. Okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Now I have to ask the question because this is what I've been seeing floated around. Now because of Beyonce's cinematography and his latest addition to her uh, resume. Does this put her in that upper echelon of all-time greats? I have to ask this question because now I'm seeing this. All-time greats of what? Like, just all-time greats Performers, singers, well, I already, visually. I she was there already. She just don't make good, like, classic songs. But I thought she was up in the all-time great performers. I don't put her above, like, Michael Jackson. Okay. But, I mean, okay. she's definitely top five. I mean, because I've seen, seen people putting her at one. And I still think that's blasphemy. Oh, no, no. Still think that's blasphemy. Okay. Listen, not if Michael it. Jackson could come out on stage and just stand there and people be fading and just, like, Going to the hospital. <laughs> like, Hello, Sean. I, I, I yeah, Beyonce Shawn. has not reached that status yet. Ain't nobody fainting or going to the hospital because he stood on because she stood on stage and not moved for fifteen minutes. Sean, you had grown men. Yeah, losing their lives. Their <laughs> <minds>. <laughs> literally, lives too. I mean, literally, cr- bawling their yeah. eyes out because they seen Michael Jackson. I would never forget the story of Akon. This this is one of the funniest stories. Akon said, remember, because they worked together before Michael passed. Akon said he was chilling in the studio. I think Lady Gaga was in the studio or something. And all of a sudden, a phone call came across like his, his, his whatever, his office or in the studio. And somebody okay. told him it was Michael Jackson. And he literally was like, no, it's not. <laughs> and then he was, they was like, no, it's really Michael on the phone. Like he hung up. And then, like, Michael called back, and they said, Akon said when he heard Michael Jackson's voice, he started crying. Yeah. Akon was a convicted felon. <laughs> and he bawled like a baby. This is according to Akon himself. Mm-hmm. This is the Michael Jackson effect. Beyonce ain't doing that. Until no. I see Beyonce do that, we can't have this conversation. Sean, that man, like you said, he will stand on stage. Yeah. And stand there, mm-hmm. wouldn't utter a word, and, and people, people would be okay. That. Yeah, like that's like I like it was. I think they said it was in Moscow, like in '95. He did he when he came over there and he performed. They said that man hit the stage, and within seven seconds, people were fainting. 
Who does that outside of Mike? Nobody. <laughs> and his aura, like, I mean, come on, man. I mean, this dude has songs that literally play on the world stage. Mm-hmm. World stage. I ain't talking about U.S. I ain't talking about you get a couple spins in Zimbabwe somewhere or a couple spins in Ghana or, you know what I mean? I'm talking about worldwide. Nah, son. I ain't never seen nothing like Mike and we'll probably never see anything like Mike. The thing that probably comes closest to Michael Jackson as far as ultimate star power, and this might piss a lot of people off, is the Beatles. And that's about the closest you're going to get. Sorry. I, I, lo- I love Beyonce. I think she's great. I, I think put her top, top five. Absolutely top five. Absolutely. Matter of fact, she, in my eyes, she's top three. If we talk about entertainers. I go top, top three. Yeah, I go top three. I think it's Michael Prince, Beyonce. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? Like, one, two, three. Seriously. And I had James Brown at four and Tina Turner at five. And my top five was probably never going to change, ever. But I can't I can't put her over Mike, man. Not even with never. this last thing, man. Mike, Mike is in a class of his own. <laughs> like, for real. This, I mean, we'll spend all day talking about Mike. We'll, 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 we'll be on that all day. All right. Uh, other news, uh, it is official. Big Ten, uh, Pac-12 said thanks but no thanks. No college football for us. That comes as no surprise. <laughs> yeah. Just, now we're just waiting on what the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC to follow suit. The Big Five power schools to follow suit. And I'm just pretty can- sure it's coming. Yeah, cancel the season. It's no re- if, if the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are saying no thanks but no thanks, why is the SEC, ACC, in the uh, in the uh, Big Twelve holding on for hope? First of all, there's no Ohio State, Michigan game, so that in itself, I'm just like cancel the season. We won last year, right? Hell no, we didn't win. So we got no, killed. not not Ohio State. I'm talking about Michigan State, Michigan. We won that last year, right? Yeah, we yeah we blew. We, yeah, okay. we blew, I just we, want to make sure Paul was going to get to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Michigan State, Michigan State lost that game. They, okay, they, they lost that game. But no, we we don't we already don't get that. And I mean, it's just like, look, the, the safety of the students should come first. I'm already iffy about the NFL season. I don't think the NFL is gonna have a season. Happening. Yeah, me either. Unless they they got too many questions. The players don't have no answers. Yeah. I, I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening either. I mean, the N- NBA got it right. The NBA, out of anybody, got it right. They they did the bubble thing, and I think it's actually worked out tremendously. And I love mm-hmm. the fact that the team, because it was two teams that got eliminated just the other day. I think it was the Pelicans and it was somebody else. And they told them, after your last game, you got to go. Bye-bye. NBA not playing with you fools. So they got it right. I don't know what the NFL or college football are going to do. I think that they should go ahead and just – just let it go. Just let it breathe and, you know, whatever. Uh, so so that news came in yesterday. The Ellen news, man, I don't know what's going to happen with Ellen. Ellen might be a Oh, she's done. They about to get her out of there. Yeah. When your own DJ has came out and made disparaging remarks saying, yeah, this environment has not been that great, you know you are in trouble. And I don't think Ellen has even came out and released a statement or whatever. I don't know if she's being sued, but 
she might be out of there. And somewhere, Dakota Johnson is somewhere probably doing a backflip because we all know <laughs> them two do not get along. <laughs> she said, I didn't even think you liked me. And Ellen gonna sit there like she was shocked. Like, you know you don't like her. Right. And she ain't saying that for no reason. Right, right, exactly. So she might be a rap, and I don't know who they're going to replace her with. Uh, but Ellen is 67 years old. It's time for Ellen to retire. Dang, she that old? Yes, Ellen is up there. Yes, Ellen is 67 years old. She is up there. Yeah. Yeah. She's old. Well, that's not old to some people, you know, whatever. But for show business, for, for consistent show business, yeah, she's she's up there. And I think that Ellen needs to, needs to let it go. And I, I see doggone Tyrese come out the bat for her. So I'm like, <sighs> tired of him. He just be looking for attention. Yes, he does. Ellen probably don't even know you. Well, he even said that they've never met. Oh, my God. Then why so are, you, are you, going... doing? Right. you doing? Right. It's like, sit this one out, homie. Please, sit this one out. Um, and then, last but not least, um, I, I kind of wanted to kind of dive right on into this. I didn't want to talk about the Navy thing with Colin Kaepernick because they, they deserve, everybody deserves to be fired for that. Um, how you feel about this whole remote learning thing? Now that you is is it is it gonna happen up there? Well, um, January is doing virtual because I don't feel comfortable sending her to school, bringing the COVID home to me. Okay, so she's doing absolute virtual. Because it's Michaela's senior year, I'm going to try to let her go. So she's going, they splitting it up where they go two days a week. So she's going to be going on Tuesdays and Fridays from 9.15 to 1.15. Okay. And they do like uh, to-go lunches. So we're going to give that a try and see how it works. But I'm not optimistic. I figure by October, everybody's going to be back to virtual. Okay. Well, we don't have that option up uh, down here. <laughs> <laughs> it is all remote learning for everybody. All remote learning. Now, Mecklenburg County, which is the county I live in, of course, the city of Charlotte, CMS schools. Um, it happened so abruptly. So, while we were actually up there in Michigan, right, um, now before okay, I'll go back. So before when we when we first got up there, now it was going to be half and half. It was going to be split. Mm-hmm. Some students go. It, the way that they were going to construct it was it was going to be that they were they had a, a B and C option. A, option A was actually totally eradicated. They said no, and that was going to be pretty much everybody go back to school. So it was then it was going to be B and C. B was going to be the kids go to school uh, for. Through my Monday through Thursday, but it was going to be broken off into sections, A, A, B, and C sections. So whatever whatever block you was under, A, B, or C, that's who was going to go to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I believe. That's how it was broken up. And then C was all remote learning. That was the other option. Well, while we're up there in Michigan, I get an email basically saying that the students are going to be doing all remote learning. Now, Sean, our kids go back to school now here August 17th. We was in Michigan last week. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you sent a notice out to all these parents 
about going about the kids doing remote learning. Two weeks prior to the kids going back to school, I'm like, wait a minute, what? So now all the I mean, I feel so bad for all of these parents, especially single parents, that have to really scramble to find a babysitter or find a way to rearrange their schedule. And childcare in itself is crazy because I mean, going to daycare is like going to school. That's not safe, really, either. Exactly. And Sean, see, I don't know how expensive daycare is in Michigan, but daycare down here costs an arm and a freaking leg. It is very expensive. I think when January was gone, we was paying like two fifty a week. Oh, that's just that's that's nothing compared to down here. When we first moved down here, we were looking to put uh, Naomi in daycare. And she was, I believe, three at the time. Do you know it was going to be $600? A week? A week. Yes. Oh, Lord. Not only was it going to be, <laughs> right, not only was it going to be $600 a week, Sean, they were only open from six to six. They weren't even a 24-hour daycare. They were only open from six to six. And they were closed on the weekends. I'm like, what the hell is the point? Not for six hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Daycare down here is pretty much a house mortgage. <laughs> like, it is very expensive. So that's what's going on down here. Uh, keep my wife in prayer. Um, she is losing it, um, and I, I love her dearly. Like, as a matter of fact, when I get off this podcast, I plan on just taking the kids somewhere. <laughs> Just to her to have some, some some room some room to breathe, but it is I'm so mad. Remind me never ever to be in group projects ever again for the rest of my life. Oh, I hate them. I've I, always hated them. And I, yeah, yeah, ugh. yeah. I'm solo dolo for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. That's why I wish we had like a separate planning. Like you people who don't believe in the COVID or don't want to wear a mask or want to parley all the time. Like y'all get y'all on planet and then us people with sense <laughs> who like been social distancing and following the rules, we should get our own. Agreed. Agreed. I'm I'm just tired. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I want this to be over, but everybody's making it so hard to, for for this to, to just go away. I need all of y'all to go away. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, all yeah. these people that don't want to wear masks and don't want to be um, don't want to be helpful towards those who are actually doing the right thing, I need y'all to go away, go away for a little while, go away. I mean, you know. So we I don't know how long this is gonna go. It's gonna last probably a little while longer. But right now, I think as we speak, we are at 160 deaths in in in, in the country. So. Hey, I'm sorry. The wheels are going to keep on turning until y'all get it together. And I mean, that's what people don't understand. It's like it, it, the longer y'all take to get with the program, the longer we're going to be going through this. Like, if yeah. y'all just going to stop being stupid and just stay in the house, like, it's something that is like has a time constraint. So if yeah. you stay in the house, we can be done. Yeah. Plain and simple. That's it. That's it. That's all. So, needless to say, the, the, the COVID bug is going to keep on turning until y'all get it together. And hopefully, like I said, it goes away soon. Um, and that's going to uh, wrap this up. Um, and that's pretty much it. I do have uh, some other things that I do want to discuss, but I'll wait because I do want to talk about this little video game list that I've seen online. 
I'm a retro gamer, so I don't I don't do none of the new stuff. Y'all can have the new stuff, but we'll 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 save that for another time. Sean, anything yeah. else you wanted to add? No, because Coke. Don't say no for me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think she said it's a rap, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. By the way, I knew I missed something before I got off. This is a. The, by the way, this this episode forty eight podcast is actually uh, going into our third uh season as as a podcast year three i can't believe we've been doing this for be three it'd be three years um with this podcast that's that's crazy um i gotta find some clips of uh old podcasts (laughs) that we've done boy we've came from a long way from from our first um from our first episode talking about um pushing drake to now (laughs) That was our that was our very first episode. So uh, I forgot to mention that at the very beginning, but I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find some clips because it's a, I, I was laughing at it was something that you had said. Oh, it was the, <laughs> it was when we were talking about the whole uh, Amber Geiger situation. Uh, I don't even want to bring that up, but I think that was probably the 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 greatest rant ever. Your little, your rant on Ugh. Amber Geiger. Oh, that was so great. So I wanted that to trend so bad. I'm like, please let this trend. But it's some clips that we uh, that I'm gonna try to put up of, of us in the podcast. I thought I think was great, and um, I have some favorites. I have some favorites. I have some not so favorites that I'll put up too. So uh, and that has all to do with me being taunted about certain <laughs> things that I'm not gonna repeat. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, episode 48 is in the books. Uh, season three, we are starting uh, with this episode. And y'all know what to do. And Sean, you know what to do. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's Twitter time. and Instagram at Honeybunches. That's H-U-N-N-I-I-E-B-U-N-C-H-E-S. All right, all right. And Instagram, Biscay83. Twitter, Biscay, the poet, Kevin, B-I-G, Kevin, S-K-Y-E, the poet. And highlight us, man. Let us know if there's anything y'all want us to talk about. Please hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Make that hashtag pop on Twitter or Instagram. Y'all have no idea. Podcast. And uh, we'll catch y'all on the flip. And if there's anyone that would like to sponsor this little podcast, please. I know we kind of drag a lot of people. And a lot of people probably are not going to like us if we ever get sponsorships. But I just want to say that even through those sponsorships, that everything that we say on this here podcast, we mean. Yeah. We mean. I'm still going to be not nice on certain topics, and neither, uh, Sean, I know you're not either. So. <laughs> I mean, not, not, that you're, not that you're the nicest person in the world anyway, but whatever. But, um, yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. That's what all Virgos say. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Until next time, man, y'all catch us on episode 49. We will talk to y'all later. Peace. Peace.